Live from the Summit in Scottsdale, Arizona, the door presents Sales Training Boot Camp with Brian Shudo and Julie Johnson. Today's topic, Mastering Consistent Current Client Referrals. Woo! Woo! <laughs> All right, guys, so this is the Current Client Referral Class, otherwise known as CCRs. And I am so excited to teach this class um, with, I, look, I don't know how else to say it. You're like the silent assassin. So there's only been one semester in the core that I've won a dragon. And there's only been one other semester in my journey that I thought I was going to win a dragon. One other semester. And I think I was on a call with you, Gavin. I was on a call with Gavin and this woman. And I was like, man, Rick was our coach, and I was working so hard. One of the hardest semesters I've ever worked. And Gavin, too. Like, we were crushing it, doing a great job. And this girl comes out of nowhere. I didn't even know who she was before that, that class or uh, that semester. And she just whooped our behinds. And uh, I remember talking to Rick. I was like, man, I thought I had a chance this semester, first semester ever. I thought maybe I had a chance to win a dragon. And he's like, you had no chance. She kicked your fanny. <laughs> so uh, Gavin as well, I think he felt the same way. But anyways, I'm so excited to teach with you because you are so unassuming. You are so good at what you do. Um, you have such an amazing business, and you're so tactical. So thank you so much for teaching with me today. I can't wait to teach thank with you. Thank you, Brian. Yes. So nice. So tell them about your journey, yeah. my friend. <laughs> All right. I do want to say one thing, though, before we get started, is that we don't have enough surveys. So please make sure that you guys, you know, click on your QR code in the back there and, and fill that out for us. So, so yeah, CCRs. I don't know about you guys, but I'm pretty good in the realtor side. Past clients. CCRs. No. Two one month. Four one month. Six one month. I think the most ever maybe was eight or ten. I can't actually recall. So Rick always talks about how CCRs are so important. So it's that chair, right? If you don't, it's that one leg on the chair that we don't have it that we don't have it mastered. So our chair is like this, right? So when I found out that I was going to be teaching with Brian, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not qualified. How am I going to teach this class with Brian? He's like the guru, right? The guru for a year now, just mastering CCR's crazy numbers. So, so you were so generous enough to actually, you know, hop on a call with my team. And actually, you, you actually did team training, too. And my team actually came back really energized, like CCR. So that gave me a little bit of a heads up. So, so I said, okay, this is my approach. I'm going to go from contest to culture. This is just going to be the way we do it, no matter what. No more contests. This is just it. So that's what I decided, made that decision, talked to the team, had their buy-in. And uh, I focused on two things, and we're going to touch on this a lot more later, but I focused on training and what's in it for them. Because basically, that's really all they need. And I know Brian's going to go into mindset a lot because that's super important as well. Uh, but that's what I really focused on. And so we started October 1st, and we ended with 23 for October. And then I called the team last night, and I said, what's the number? What's the number? And they're like, we have 14 month to date. So I'm like, yes. 14. 11 days in. Round of applause. Yeah. Already up for it, James. Yeah. And, it, and it, what's really, really interesting is I, the team members that I thought would kill it didn't. It was the other team members that actually did. 
and I was completely shocked. So I'm going to grab my phone here because I want to read to you a couple things that they texted me. I said, what did you realize about CCRs in this journey? And here's one of them. I have found people are more willing to refer people when I, than I expected, especially if you ask in a way that makes them feel they are helping you. I find that if I compliment them, that helps a lot. The other one I heard is, the worst that can happen is that they say no. Once I got past it, it was so much easier asking for a CCR. Once, once you ask for a CCR, the bar will keep it in mind, even if they don't give you the CCR right away. I have found that some, someone actually told me they, they don't have one, but then later on the next week, they sent me one. So, and she's 23. So, what I'm super excited about CCRs is now that I've learned is this is actually going to help my team grow. Grow into be whatever they want to be. So, I have, right now I have 12 12 young ladies, and three of them are going to be uh, MLAs in spring, and those weren't even the three top producers. So now there's, a, you know, now this is so much more open to them. So that's my CCR journey that Brian helped me with, and uh, yeah, but I want to talk about Brian for a second, because this guy, not only is he really cute, right? Come on. Aww. Super cute, but he's so nice, just always smiling, and um, he's in love right now. <laughs> and he has a super adorable daughter that I know is your world. So, and I've always, you know, admired your business, and and I'm just honored to be here with you. Oh, that is awesome. Thank you so much. Yes, I am in love. Embarrassing, but I'm in love. Thank you, <laughs> um, guys. Well, I'm so excited about this class today because uh, five, six months ago, Gavin and I taught a class, and it's just so cool since that time to see like the number of CCRs that everybody's getting. It like truly is amazing. And I don't know if Jeremy Forsier is in the class. Is he in the class? He's probably teaching right now. But he's my coach right now. And he's so competitive, uh, just like Gavin. Um, he's like, how many CCRs did you get so far? And I told him the number. And so he obviously, this past month, I think we all have been in a CCR competition, right? Like our coaches have all asked us to double our CCRs. Well, if you guys want to know who the true master is right now today, I think it's Jeremy Forsey. I think he got 86 CCRs, I think, in October. So go ask him some of his tactics. It's pretty cool. I'm going to share uh, some of those with you as well today. But I, I wanted to, since Gavin and I taught this class in May, I thought it'd be really cool to go around the room and get a pulse of uh, how many CCRs we're currently getting. So uh, if you have gotten at least 10 CCRs in one month this year, please stand up. At least 10 CCRs in one month this year. Wow, I thought it was going to be a lot more than that. But that's pretty cool. All right, now stay standing. Stay standing. If you've gotten at least 20 CCRs in one month this year. Okay, stay standing. If you've got at least 30 CCRs in one month this year. Wow. Stay standing if you've got at least 40 CCRs in one month this year. Still got two people, two of my favorite people on the core. All right, stay standing if you've gotten at least 50 CCRs at least one month this year. (laughs) All right. So there's, it's rare air up there, but Jeremy's gotten 86. Last month, I thought I got 67. Ended up my team, one guy didn't put in our metric sheet, seven that he got. So we got 74 last month, but Jeremy kicked my butt. So I'm so excited because when Gavin and I taught this class, it was like a couple people stood up with 10 and then everybody stood down right after that. So it's so cool. Gavin, you got over 50? No, close. What was 42. 
So I'm just so excited to see the growth because, guys, I remember having a conversation, um, if you guys remember, a really good friend of mine and former coach, Brian Clute, uh, about four years ago, we were having a poolside chat, and he, just out of the blue, he's like, you know what, Shudo, he goes, wouldn't it be cool if we never had to work with a realtor again? Are there any realtors in the room? Hopefully not. <laughs> so if there's realtors in the room, I was like, no, that wouldn't be cool. But if there's no realtors in the room, I was like, yeah, that'd be super cool. <laughs> so um, he's like, I have this vision. And he's like, I think we could do it. He's like, what if we could like do 30, 40, 50 deals a month and we didn't have to get referred outside of our database ever? And I was like, dude, you're like smoking something, but that would be really cool, right? And But over the last 12 months, I realized like we might be able to make this happen and not that we would ever not work with realtors or VIPs because Rick wouldn't let us. But I mean, if we could get 20 deals a month from current client referrals or our database, wouldn't that be so cool? Wouldn't that be school so cool? And I remember I was a student of Scott Foreman's like four times, but one of the semesters, I remember he was getting like 18 CCRs a month and I was like, oh my gosh, that is ridiculous. I don't know how you do it. And you were closing like 10 or 12 a month at that time, right? It was so cool. Um, and so the reality is my mindset was truly that I didn't think that I could ever do that. That was my mindset, okay? And so when I saw it, um, I thought, well, if he could do it, maybe one day I could do it. Um, and I, I think a year ago, October, JJ, I was, JJ was my coach, and he had a competition. It was me, Jimmy Reed, and Hunter. And they don't remember this because I never got paid the five grand, but the competition was... If you lost, you had to pay the winner five grand um, uh, for whoever had the most CCRs. And at the time, and I'm still kind of going through this, I got a divorce. And so none of the money I made, I kept. So I didn't have five grand to lose. And for the first time ever, I was like, I'm going to figure this out. Like, I've got to win this competition because I'm not paying five grand. So that was my motivation. And uh, I think in the past year, it's been a revelation uh, because I don't think it's from a lack of desire that we don't want to get CCRs. I realized it was just, we just had to tweak a couple of things and quit being so insane. Because for eight years of my journey and this program, I was doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting different results, right? So how many people have had in their journey, got um, assigned a competition, whoever gets the most CCRs like wins and the losers have to pay whatever. How many times does that happen? Right, And then how many times for me in my journey, it was always like I would get like 5 to 12 or maybe 8 to 15, but there was never a month ever that I would do more than like 12 or 15, right? But it wasn't for a lack of like talking about it every day in my team meeting. It wasn't for a lack of like making sure they asked every phone call, right? And they were doing that and had great teammates, but we weren't getting the results, and so I just had to think about, like, what if somebody asked me, if I was the client on the other end of the line, like, put myself in, that sh- in those shoes, and they- finally, I had an aha, and we'll talk about that. And so it's just some basic scripting flips that will help you guys, and will generate some CCR leads that will turn into CCRs, and really good things will happen. So, Julie, why don't we talk about, um, you know, why is getting a CCRs important? Well, I mean, I talked about it earlier a little bit, but it's really... It's got to be one of those legs on our chairs. That's real. I mean, we don't know the future, right? So for me, it's you know I want to I want to be foolproof. I want to get to any you know any category that I can think of and master it. 
and at the same time, I want my team to grow. So for me, that's that's how I see it. Cool. Anybody else? We have microphones, by the way. So if you want to participate, Hal's going to be sprinting around with a microphone. I always love watching this. He's so fast. Um, all right, guys. But truly, why are getting CCRs important? This is really critical. Over here. Refer them back to my realtors. Refer them back to your realtors. So adding value to referral partners. Absolutely. Tell them I'm going to help build their business in a lot of ways. Absolutely. Just a quick close. Absolutely. So guys, listen, write these things down because you have to take this stuff seriously because this is the why. So adding value, yes. The conversion is phenomenal. The conversion rates, so work way less hard for way more income, right? Conversion. Yes. Gavin. It's an indication of how well we're doing as a team. Absolutely. It's an indication of how well you're doing or what kind of world-class experience you're providing, right? Scotty. If you do it right and you close your CCRs, it's going to really help your P&L. You're literally going to pay for your whole production staff just on your CCRs, and they're the ones that are generating it. So freaking huge. So you're going to pay for your production staff just by them getting CCRs for you. Huge. Anybody else? I think those are good enough reasons why we need to focus on Can we on go back more. to Scott real quick? Because, Scott, you taught me for a year straight, and you blew my mind talking about CCRs. But how much do you actually make from CCRs every month? Just what So is that? we're averaging right now, we're closing about 11 a month. Right? Closing. So closing 11 closing a month. Closing 11 a month. We're wow. averaging about 19 to 21 every single month. So we're closing about 50%. They're warm leads, so they're really good. And, you know, if you make $6,000 a transaction, you multiply that times 11, I mean, you're literally paying for a lot of your production staff. Right. Mind-blowing. So, a- absolutely mind-blowing. So, one of the things that I heard is, like, adding more value to a realtor, right? So, here's what I've realized in my journey. Like, if I only have two minutes to give an elevator pitch to, a, uh, like, a whale realtor, right? Like, one of my... Elevator items now is like I'm definitely going to make you more money and here's how. On average, in the previous 12 months, we, we close about 50 deals a month, a little less, um, but we've generated on average over 50 CCRs every single month. And so I tell them what that means for them. So I'm not guaranteeing that every client that you refer to me that closes that we're going to get you a referral, but the odds are pretty dang good. Okay, so if I'm in a market or I'm in competitive or maybe they have a a lender that does a great job, but one of their biggest frustrations is like, and I hear this all the time, I don't get anything back from them, right? I don't get anything. I've referred them for like five years and I've probably sent them a hundred deals and I've gotten like one referral, right? So if I can tell them, well, like the odds are pretty good. Like if you send me a client and we close it, like I'm probably going to get you a client right back at you, right? And so that's huge. And so I'm always now, I mean, I would say 95% of the time, I am at least in a backup position as a lending partner. And I'm at least getting a shot just by that quick elevator pitch, right? We have some other things, but that's probably the most impactful thing for me in the past year. Did you have a question? Oh, we need a mic. So to that point, you know, it's, it's wonderful when you can give back to, you know, a realtor, but I'm curious, do you ever run into realtors who take the stance of, well, yeah, I referred that client to you, um, 
you're not really giving me anything of value from, you know, referring a CCR to me because uh, that CCR would be coming to me anyway. Do you want to answer that? I have not run into that yet. But what I probably would say is, well, I'm on your team and I'm helping you. So when I think about a, a lender or a realtor, I'm thinking about I just don't want to be their trusted lender. I want to be, you know, their teammate. So that's how I focus it. So I'm here to support you and help you and push those, I would say, push those CCRs to you. Here's what I would say. You're so full of it. Like, you're so full of it. So tell me, on average, how many closings do you get a month? And from the time that you have somebody, like, pre-qualified in shopping, how many referrals do you get every single month from your closings? Like, and the answer is, like, maybe one, right? So the truth is, they do a horrible job. Realtors will admit this. They're, they're not great at mining their database, right? They pick up the phone when it rings, but they never pick up the phone when it's not ringing. That's the truth, right? They're not very good at it. So a great referral partner is going to help them do these things, for sure, right? Yep. Cool. So if all these things are important, like, why haven't we focused on this more? And I love this, like... In the past year, it's been this whole focus on CCRs, and, I, and my thought is it's about time because I wish I would have figured this out, right. uh, you know, eight, nine years ago. So why, if it's so important and all these whys are so critical, like why haven't we focused on it more or why don't we? Like how many people feel like in the past couple of months they've really dug down and focused on CCRs? Truly. Mm -hmm. How many people? Okay, cool. So there's like... 20% of the room. So guys, I want to encourage you, and we'll get to this at the end of the class. Like, I want to encourage you, employer, implore you. Like, if you can get this right, you're going to add hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars of revenue to your bottom line. To Scott's point, you're going to pay for your production team. Like, and I mean, you're just going to add so much more value in your marketplace. Not only that, your realtors that you give back clients to are going to rave about you and their brokers is, you know, when they go to the office, they're going to rave about you because they're going to make a ton more money, okay? So that's, I mean, Julie, what yeah. do we, so let's talk about mindset really quick. Yeah, so how I approach you with my team is, I know you, you know, you taught me this too, is, you know, we, we think it's so hard, right? So if we, if we take that approach to our team, it's going to be, now they're going to, you know, we're going to lead them and they're going to think that way too. So I presented it to our team like, you know, when you go to the Gap or you go to uh, Banana Republic, well, who knows the answer to this? When you're checking out there, what do they ask you? Yes, you want to open a credit card, save 10%, exactly. So when I told that to my team, they're like, oh, yeah. And I go, guess what? They're probably barely, I mean, maybe a dollar more than minimum wage. You guys have it pretty good, and uh, you know, and this is part of our, you know, this is this is part of our business, and we're going to make something, you know, an amazing compensation plan for you to, to make more money too. And and then I talked about, you know, what motivates you, and I went around and I said, you know, is it money? Is it time off? What it is? Well, they're all motivated by money, and I know we're going to talk about this later, but I put together a, a plan with your help, you know, how to make them more money, and they are killing it with the money. So that's what I'm super excited about. Yeah, I love it. I want to share a couple quotes. So um, one of the struggles that, I mean, let me put it this way. So when I, ever since I've been in the core and I see great people on stage and they talk about their numbers and what they can do, I've always been able to relate with them somehow. And I've always been able to say, if they can do it, I can probably do it, right? And so then we fireside chat, just learn more about it, learn more about it. And then eventually uh, we're able to do it, right? 
And so I just never saw anybody besides Scott Foreman. And so for whatever reason, I think he's a unicorn. Whatever he does, like, I probably can't do that, but I can do just about what everybody else does, right? But the truth is, like, if Scott can do it, we can all do it. Um, and I just never really saw anybody doing huge CCR numbers, so I didn't really believe that I could do it. Um, and so if I didn't believe it and I challenged my team to do it, right, like, I always remember every, literally, for the last eight years, any time there was a CCR competition, here's what I would do. Exactly, here's what i do. The next morning at the team meeting, Friday morning, because I got assigned the assignment on a Thursday uh, at coaching, the next morning, here's what i do. All right, guys, we got assigned CCRs, and we're super competitive, right? And so we have to get, like, 20 CCRs this month. It's going to be really, 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 really hard, but I know we could do it. And so what was I telling my team with my motivational pep talk? Like, if the boss thinks it's really, 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 really hard, like, there's no way in hell we're going to do it. But we're all going to be like, okay, we'll try, right? You but they never thought. Did you guys listen to that? It's like, this is really, really hard. That is really, like, what we say. That's... It's just all in our mind, you know, so that's a very important point. Like, yeah, so you, that's everything to me. I was defeating, like, our results before we ever got started is what I realized, right? And so now what I say is, guys, like, we have a crazy awesome challenge, and we're going to win. Like, we're going to do it. We have a crazy awesome challenge, and we're going to go dominate it, and we're going to do a pulse check every day, and we're all going to, like, stay at our wins, and guys, it's just changed dramatically. So when I've changed my mindset and I quit saying it's hard, um, you know, everything has changed. And I, I remember when 4CA last month, oh, that sucker, like he, like Robbie Sampson, like your goal this month, you got to do 10 CCRs, right? Or else you're going to get fined a grant. And then uh, Daniel saw you got to do 15 CCRs this month or you're going to get fined. Right? And then Shudo, you got to get 100 CCRs this month or you're going to get fined. And I'm like, what? 100 CCRs. So the first thing that went through my head, literally the first thing that went through my head is like, that's impossible. Like, I'm not going to do that this month. And then it took me literally no more than a minute. And I was like, you know what? No, this is a good challenge. This is fun. No matter what the result is, we're going to benefit. Right? And so I went back to my team. And the coolest thing ever was I said, guys, we just got assigned 100 CCRs this month. Are you guys up for it? And all of them, like all the LP1s are like, let's do it. That was their response. Let's do it. We've got this. And so it also helped that I threw out $20,000 of bonus money if we got it. <laughs> I knew uh, there was something. And they were all about <laughs> it, right? So let's talk a little bit about incentives, Julie. So what do yeah. you do to so, incentivize your team? Yes, and of course, as we're all growing, right? We're, we might tweak it later on. But right now, if you get to five, that's $500. If you get to 10, it's $1,000, but if you get seven, it's still five. If you get to 15, it's three grand, three grand. I love that. And so what is your mindset around CCR? So here's the coolest thing about Julie. This is what I love about her. She's an amazing student. Like what was your biggest CCR month before last month, before we talked? It was 10. So her biggest CCR month ever was 10, and she's already at how many month today, 11 days in? 14. 14. And I was exhausted after that. I was like, I'm not doing this again. Yeah. And so you've just incentivized them a little right. bit. You gave them right. some scripts and you just... Yes. And, and honestly, a lot of the mindset for us, for our team is encouragement. So do you guys have Microsoft Teams? 
or anything like that. Yeah, so we're big on that at our company. And so there's a you know thread going on just for CCRs. So we're like, who got a CCR today? I got a CCR today. You know, so making sure that you're talking about it, it's in your language, um, and then you know they'll they'll post like little pictures, like yay, and they're all supporting each other. I think that's one of the great things that I've learned about CCRs is that it's something that we can all come together and encourage each other. 100%. I think in the book, what page are we on, Julie? Do you know what page we're on? I didn't look. 181. So um, in January of this year, I put um, what, our, what CCRs we got. We got 51, and I think there was um, my incentives in there. Were my incentives in there? Okay, they're in there. So anyways, it, I'll show you a little bit of a progression about where we were and what we've done. So literally for a... a 100 CCRs, if we get it and when we get it, it's 20 grand for my, my team. Anybody that gets a certain amount, they get to participate in the pool. Uh, but here's one thing that I picked up for Jeremy. So props for Jeremy because um, he's so competitive. He came up with some kind of, I thought, cool uh, incentives that I could give to my team that would fire them up. So um, I kind of took what he did and manipulated a little bit. So anybody on my team from November 1st through the end of the year if they were able, if they're able to get 20 CCRs, I'm going to give them a $3,000 bonus individually, right? So uh, I got rid of the pot a little bit and I made it individual CCRs, but five of those have to fund by December 31st. Five of them have to fund by December 1st, uh, but December 31st. And then the teammate that gets the most CCRs wins an all-expense-paid two-day weekend getaway uh, with a guest. So wow. I thought it was really cool, and guys, I brought this to them, and they're like yes. so fired Vacation. up. Vacation. So fired <laughs> up, right? Um, additionally, uh, this month, so any of the team members that get five CCRs get a $250 bonus. Any of the team members that get 10 CCRs get a $500 bonus. Any of the team members get a 15, or sorry, 15 CCRs will get a $1,000 bonus. And then anybody that gets 20 CCRs will get a $2,000 bonus, Okay. So last month, one of my team members got uh, 20 CCRs by himself. Um, so wow. that's uh, some of the incentives that I've done. So, Gavin, why is, like, incentivizing them important? Here's, I, rem- I literally, like, five or six years ago, I remember, like, don't incentivize them. It's part of their job. Make it mandatory, right? But why is it important? Uh, and you and I have talked about this, but why is it important to incentivize them? Everybody loves money. Everybody <laughs> loves money, for Even sure. Even ops people. Even ops people love money. And they're also competitive. And they're also competitive, yeah. And any other reasons? You're, I just love you, man. You're Am a I great leader. It? So for all of those reasons, guys, but why wouldn't we? To Scott's point, if they're going to pay for themselves, and like if we're going to close 20 CCRs this month and my average commission per closing is $5,000, so I'm going to make $100,000 because they go kill it and I'm not going to incentivize them at all. I mean, I just think that's a little greedy, right? Totally greedy. We actually added $500 when it closes, too. A bonus. 500 bucks when it closes. I love it. So here's what I'd like to do. I'd like to, um, how I'd like to go around the room, and then uh, we'll microphone after. But I want to do a little table work. So guys, I want you guys to go around the table and just talk about what you're currently doing or what you're going to do to incentivize your teams moving forward. Okay, so two minutes, give, give each other some ideas on the, and what you're going to go back with and incentivize your team through the end of the year.
Alright guys, let's come back. Let's come back. Let's come back. Is, there, is that Jeremy over there? He is in the room. Oh, there he is. He did sneak in. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Alright, so if you feel like, and I'd actually like to go over, because Jeremy inspired me with my new incentives, so I'd like to give a mic to Jeremy really quick, but... Um, and were you in the room, Jeremy, when I highlighted you? Like, you got 86 CCRs or something crazy this month, right? Or in October? Uh, it, was, it was 63 in October, but if you bleed it over to month-to-date now, yes, that, that's um, where the, the delta is. Believable. So uh, I was inspired because Jeremy is so competitive and so creative and just kind of gets the dynamics of his team and what motivates them at a high level. Um, I'd love for you to share with the incentives because I stole mine from you. Sure. Um, just to make sure I do it 100% right, let me just look at it. How about that? <clears throat> and while he's thinking, by the way, like, he's like, all right, Chudo, how many did you get in October? And he's like, making me feel all proud of myself when I gave him my number. And he's like, yeah, well, I did this. And I was like, <laughs> whoa, you're the master. You're the master. He's so amazing. So where is this damn thing? Here we go. Cool. So, um, you have to give them context if you're going to do a big contest, in my opinion. So we gave him lots of scripts. We gave him, I even used, it's funny how we all use each other's stuff. So he's given me credit, but like the attachment on this email is like his scripts, right? So that way they can follow what to say. And the core had some great ones as well. Um, so here's what I did from today no, um, to November 16th when I sent this out, I'm running a contest. And this was sent out on October 12th, okay? And I said, all I want for my birthday, which is November 16th, is 100 CCRs. That's what I told them. I don't want gifts. I just want 100 CCRs. Uh, we're going to track them daily. You're going to um, send them in to Ashley, and she's going to track them up. Minimum of three referrals per team member uh, to be entered at all uh, for any bonus whatsoever. The referrals must be introduced to me via email using the below template. Exactly no rogue shit is what I wrote in here. Um, <laughs> Because you know how it is. They're like, oh, I told someone about you. Does that count? I'm like, no, it doesn't count. I need an introduction. Okay? So um, $25 per referral regardless if they do a loan with us or not, unlimited. Um, if the client uses us, individual bonus if it funds. If the loan amount's less than 350 is 250 per file. Loan amount's over 350 or it's 500 per file if they close. Um, prizes in addition to the above, individual prizes, minimum five referrals, automatic $500 bonus. Thank you, Julie Johnson. Um, individual team member with the most referrals, minimum five to qualify, a uh, three-day getaway weekend, as Brian said. Individual team member grand prize, 20 referrals to qualify, three closings before the end of the year from those 20 referrals, $10,000 bonus. Wow. Um, team grand prize. The team generates 100 referrals in the next month. Everyone will get an additional five days PTO on the team, period. Okay, so I'm keeping that in place forever, by the way. 100 CCRs a month as a team if they generate it, five days PTO for the full team. Round of applause. Wow. I love how he said forever, right? Because that's really what's got to be our mindset is this is forever. And it's all a decision and it's up to you. It's just the truth. Absolutely. So does anybody else want to share something that they think was impactful? You don't have to trump Jeremy. Give us another idea. That was insane. All right, here we go. Right here. Right here, Hal. Hi. Um, 
So we were discussing this, and I'm pretty sure I'm stealing this from um, my coach, Stuart Sadler, and he blew our mind a couple of weeks ago with our CCR because I was not – I am fully surrendered to it now, but um, – it, just having that awkward conversation. And so now the conversation goes with we have a client that comes in and, you know, we talk about the agent, the triangle of trust, and you're sitting there and you're like, oh, my gosh, Miranda killed it for you. I cannot believe she negotiated that and you got all this extra stuff. And, she, and then I'm like, oh, I have the best idea. You and I, the next 30 days, we're going to find Miranda either a buyer or a listing. And so you're not asking for yourself, and it's just, and you're like, oh, my God, we're going to do this together. Come on, you and I. And they mm-hmm. get so excited because they just got a killer um, negotiated, and they got the contract accepted, and we do it. And it has been working almost, I would say, about 80% of the time. Within, before that closes, we have a CCR for that agent, and we have a new loan. Wow. Fantastic. That's amazing. Fantastic. All right, one more. Here we go. Uh, we did a, uh, a raffle. So for October, we did a Halloween raffle. Uh, we called all our current clients and our clients that closed the past month, and we obtained, uh, we told them, uh, we're, would you like to enter uh, into a free raffle for an iPad? All you need to do is give us one person that might want to purchase a property or refi in the next 12 months. So I love it. Yeah. So he does a raffle for all of his clients. Uh, they all get to enter. And then he gave away an iPad uh, at the end of the month. So one entry per referral, right? One entry per referral. Awesome. Good stuff. All right, maybe we could share one more. Anybody else? One more. One I've more. got a really good one from, uh, that I stole from Jeremy a couple years ago. Uh, or I don't know how long it was. Uh, the email template, when you get a trigger word with a compliment from the client that the team puts on their signature line that they just reply back, asking for help uh, from that client to send a referral. I love it. You stole my thunder. That's a tactic, not an incentive, but I love it. Did everybody hear that? We'll get to that. So uh, that's a passive CCR, which, and we'll get to that in a second. But what he said was, and I love it, thank you, by the way, um, was anytime anybody sends uh, an email with like a trigger word that says, wow, you guys are amazing, or thank you so much, or this is the best experience I've ever had, uh, Jeremy, and I stole this as well from Jeremy, he has an email template that all of his team has that anytime anyone sends an email uh, that automatically replies, uh, that basically says, you know, we love helping more people, we want to help more people like you, right, and can you help me with something uh, can you uh, think of two more or two people to refer me um, in the next 30 days before your loan closes? So uh, we'll send that out as well. So this is a tactic that Jeremy uses that I stole as well. And actually, um, you, you taught me something incredible that my team adopted right away, which is every email that goes out to a client is a PDF. There's a PDF attached, and it says, we need your help. It's the we need your help form. Anytime they're sending an email, all the time. And that, we're getting some... It's in, the, it's in the back of their mind now, right? They're thinking about it because it says, we need your help. Absolutely. That's so, awesome. Yeah, and we'll get to more of those tactics. But uh, let's finish out mindset really quick, you guys. So if you guys want your team to participate, like they have to own their metrics. And so what my team does every single day before our team meeting is they have to go in there and input all of their own metrics. Yeah, we can automate it and have Jungo suck it out and we could talk about it, but they have to go in there. They have to look at the scoreboard. They have to see where they are relative to their teammates. And it just makes them feel um, like either they can do better or that they're doing pretty good. But either way, 
I don't know about you guys, but back in the day, I quit looking at the scoreboard lately, by the way, with the core because it led to a divorce for me. I'm so competitive, like it made me work more. Um, but for them, scoreboard matters. And if they see their teammates are kicking their fannies, like they want to, like in their mindset, they don't want to be the lowest man or woman on the totem pole, right? So it motivates them. Um, and we highlight and affirm the monthly winners, um, a couple more mindset things and tactics. Um, so we role play at every team meeting. If you guys don't do that, I would integrate that. Uh, Friday team meetings, um, I typically have one time a month I have a team member give a five-minute presentation on how to get more CCRs. Okay? The other three weeks, the, uh, every Friday, the other three weeks of the month, they give a presentation on something else that they choose, like better sleep, um, better lead conversion. They they present it on a ton of things. But if they empower, if you empower them and make them present something, they're going to learn about it more. They're going to take more ownership of it, and it's just going to impact them more, right? So that's another thing that we've started doing that that my team loves. Um, disc training, I think, is super critical, right? Because you're going to miss out on so many opportunities uh, for CCRs if your team isn't communicating in the disc. Uh, personality type or uh, uh, the profile that that client wants to be spoken to, right? And so we do a disc training once a quarter with the team as well. And then we also do typically like once every other month, somebody on the team will give a disc, a five-minute disc uh, presentation to my team. Again, it makes them learn it. Uh, they teach themselves and they teach to others, right? So it, it just, it's, it's been so impactful. Um, so how to appro- uh, appropriately ask each client for referral matters, right? I don't know if about you guys, but when I go to a car dealership, I know what to expect, but I don't like it. I don't like the way I'm sold to at a car dealership. It doesn't work for me, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I want my team to make sure that they're just aligning with that personality type. Brian, could you go over that really quickly? Like what, would a, what would a high C, how would you sell to a high C? So it's actually a really good question. So I don't know about you guys, but I've never, or my team, I don't know of a teammate that's ever got what I call an active CCR from a high C. So high Cs typically passively give us CCRs. So high Cs are the ones that might print out the we need your help form, right, because they read everything and fill it out and send it back to you. Right, so that's typically, or like Jeremy's example, uh, if we send them an email asking them for CCRs at the end of a super long bullet pointed email, like they might reply with a super long bullet pointed email back with a referral. Mm-hmm. Right, so high C's, we don't typically have a lot of luck with asking them what we call active CCRs. We're not going to get it over the phone, but they'll passively give it to us. Does that make sense? What about the D's? Wrong. A lot of us are so how do we ask for the deal? Yeah. We just say, dude, are we doing a good job? Like, you're not doing a good job giving us referrals. Like, give us a referral, dude. <laughs> no, I mean, it's not really like a role play. But, but my team is so bold that they literally have learned the dispersonality profile types, and they will align with each client, and they will be bold with ID for sure. Yeah. Okay. So you want me to keep going? <laughs> sure. Why not? What no, do I? Okay. <laughs> okay. So. Our approach is a little bit different, so um, we're not as bold as I'd like us to be, but that's going to grow, of course. Uh, but what we do is every morning we have a team meeting at 8.30, and now we're pulling up that scoreboard. It's not called scoreboard for us, but it's just a Google Doc drive with everybody's name on it and every name of the client 
that has, you know, every client, you know, attached to every LP1 and, and where they're at. So they can see it like, oh, wow, this person has nothing. This person has five. So they can see that right away. And then I'll start with who got a CCR last, yesterday, you know, or, you know, or last week or whatever. And they'll talk about it. And I'll say, well, how did you get it? Talk about it. So letting them hear other people's experiences I think it's really, really important. So we talk about it every morning. And then also, we also, uh, we have Wednesday Wonders, which is training. And I leave that up to my team captain to, you know, do the role playing with them. Um, sometimes I go in there too, but it's basically, you know, her going in there and talking about, you know, the CCRs and talking about DISC and, and all that. So I love that. So every morning, right, she goes in there and she has a scoreboard. I absolutely love it, Julie. And I, I'll never forget, like, Julie, when we first talked, she's like, I don't know. I don't know if we could do this. I think your team shocked you, they right, shocked when you challenged them away. about the results and just giving them some simple tactics and letting them run. Right. Even the, the entry-level position, which is, you know, lead intake, where they enter it in and they might gently harass the lead to apply, they're getting them. It's crazy. And they're not even, they don't even know how to pre-approve anybody. It's crazy. Yeah. So a couple other tactics, guys. So uh, if you don't do this in your team meetings, I would highly encourage it. So every team meeting, uh, every team member has to state a win for the day. Like what's going to make the day a win for them? And the coolest thing ever over the past year, I would say 50% of the time, each teammate will say, I want to get a CCR today. Or I want to get two CCRs in the next 48 hours. Is that an affirmation? Uh, yeah, that's absolutely <laughs> like affirmations, it. right? So the cool thing is, like, if they state a win and they're incentivized, right, they will for sure start to state their wins and they'll start to go all in on getting CCRs. I absolutely love the dynamics of, um, you know, stating a win for the day. So if you don't do that, um, I, that. I would I want encourage you to do that. We have uh, journals that every team member has that they're supposed to write down uh, struggles that they have. So if they're struggling getting CCRs, they're going to write it in their journal. If they get an objection that they can't overcome, they're going to write it in their journal. Okay. And so uh, Fridays at team meetings, we go through their objection journals to see how I can help them and I can help them overcome things that they can't. That is huge. Did you guys hear that? An objection journal. Objection journals. Wow. I'm doing that right away. Cool. So uh, objection journals, if you don't do that, I'd highly encourage you to do that. Um, you're, you're, like, if they're A players, they will seek wise counsel, right? But if you don't give them t- your time and your counsel, like, I think we're just missing the boat. So they're writing down their struggles for the week in the journal, and they bring it to our Friday team meeting, and that's where I get to participate. Not only that, it's cool now because other team members will chime in and say, well, here's what I did. I got that same one and try this script, right? It was really cool. I'll share with you guys a quick story. So um, I had a site visit last um, October or November. I can't remember when our site visit was, but it was virtual. And I had my LP1s. We started getting a lot of CCRs and LP1s from other teams were on the site visit. And they were like, wow, how do you guys get so many CCRs? And I didn't know this was happening because I empowered them. I had to quickly course correct. But one of my guys was like, it's so cool. I've got like 10 this month. Here's what I told him. I told him that uh, Brian's not going to give me Christmas off unless I get two more CCRs. <laughs> I was like, what in the heck? So anyways, they, seriously, they were doing stuff like that. But the cool thing is they're that creative and they just don't know any. It's like ignorance, right? But, um, but it was working. So maybe just don't ask and let them run and see how many CCRs you get, right? Um, let's see. So 
a couple more tactics, you guys. Like, I think if we want to, um, I think if we want to be successful, like some basics for success are the things that we implemented is we have to provide a better client experience. We have to make the clients feel like we care. Right, And so we talk about the all about you form and we call it the application before the application. So whenever my team now gets somebody on the phone to take a phone application, we just weave in five questions in the application. Most clients don't even know that those aren't part of the the loan application. But we'll ask them before we get them to date of birth and their social security number, we'll literally ask them their favorite candy. We'll ask them their favorite restaurant to eat at locally. We will ask them their favorite store to shop at. We will ask them their favorite adult beverage um, that they like to drink. Um, We will ask them their favorite hobby. We will get at least five pieces of information before we even move on to date of birth and social security number, literally every time, okay? Um, And then when we get to the dependents section, we don't ask them how many dependents they have and how old they are and move on. We ask them dependents' names and their birthdays, okay? And then we will send gifts to the dependents, right, if they are in that process or whenever, but it's just part of our new gifting program. So be really impactful, right, and wow them, and then you have the right to ask for something in return. Actually, so one of the things I told my team is, you know, you have to think about it like, we give an amazing experience. I know we're, we're good and we're always trying to get better, but we do a really good job. So why wouldn't you want their friends, family, colleagues to work with us. So when you go with that intention of asking, just know you're you're saving them from something really horrible possibly. So that I think that really clicked for a lot of my, my team members. Yeah, and then do something with the information. So the whole point of asking their favorite candy, every lead, whether or not they take the next step with us or not, whether or not they close a loan with us or not, we will send a thank you card and their favorite candy immediately when they get off the phone. Email goes to my gifting assistant and their favorite candy. So you, every lead that every CCR gets an automatic? No, oh. so every lead. Every Anytime lead, yes. we take an application on somebody, we get right. their favorite candy. Right. Whether or not they complete the pre-approval process, they will, and our conversion percentage has gone up That's as huge. a result. I love yep. that. And we're just trying to make them say, wow, right? I got that payday if it was Rick or I got whatever. Like, wow, cool. Like, if you think that was cool, we'd like your help in return, right? So that's something that we use. That's a tactic that we use. Uh, Also, the new rule on the team is 60 seconds, no mortgage talk um, on every single phone call. Okay, 60 seconds, no mortgage talk on every single phone call. So we're trying to get more information about that client personally, right, so that we can get deeper in relationship with them every single time. Additionally, another tactic that we usually, that we talked about, every single client, and I think we should all be doing this anyways, every single client gets a personalized bomb bomb video, um, whether or not we talk to them, right? So um, if it was Julie and we were on the phone, um, I would immediately hang up if I was an LP1 and say, hey, Julie, it's so great talking to you, right? I love these things about you, whatever you shared with me, right? I can't wait to continue working with you, but it's just way more personalized. So I think that's really important. So a team member talking on the phone and then afterwards following up with a video. Always following I love up with that. a video. Yep, saying one thing that they learned in that, you know, getting those five questions or the alcoholic beverage or favorite sports team or whatever, we're just trying to align with them, mm-hmm. right, so that we can get deeper in relationship with them without even really knowing them, right? 
So it just makes them feel like they were heard, mm-hmm. and it makes them feel cared for. And, and more importantly, I think it makes them excited to get to work with that team member if they can relate on one of those five or six things they just learned. Right. Cool? Love it. Cool. All right, what else, Julie? Any other tactics you want to share with them? Uh, I think I'm good there. You're, you're the guru. I'm, I'm baby here, learning. So this is <laughs> awesome for me. All right, so um, the other, you know, just you, you have to make them feel important. Right, And so my team understands this. You have to make the client feel important. Mm-hmm. If they don't feel important, if they don't feel aligned, I don't think we're going to get much from them. And I think it's going to be very transactional and not very relational. Right. So the goal with the team is to make them say, wow. Right. And we've just started counting how many wows we can get. Okay. So how many wows did you get? Did you make them say wow? And so the more my team can think about the things that are important, right, and the trigger words that are going to get the result, right, the more they're going to be, have intention around delivering a better service so they can get that wow. Does that make sense? On Fridays, Rick wants us to talk about how we cater to our clients. So this is something great that we can talk about on Fridays as well to our teams. Like, how are we getting those wows? How, how did you cater to this client? That's awesome. Absolutely. All right. So um, let's talk about adding value a little bit more. So somebody said uh, raffle. So one of the things that we do to uh, add value to the client, to make the client feel like they're going to get something in return, is we do a $2,500 gift every single month, right? So it's retail value, $2,500, and the clients know that every referral that they send to us, they will get one entry into that raffle, okay? So, you know, we've done MacBook Pros, we've done Oculus Family 4-Packs, we've done lots of different things, right? Um, so whatever it is, $2,500, my team chooses the gift, and then my LP1s are basically letting the clients know, like, if you do refer us, you will get entered into a drawing to get X. Um, and then at the end of the year, like, you can continue to refer us, even if you don't win in that month, even after you close your loan. If you ever refer us anybody during the year, we have a $15,000 prize at the end of the year. It's an all-expense-paid uh, trip uh, of their choice. Um, or it is a home shopping spree valued at $15,000, okay? So at the end of the year. So the, it continues to motivate them. It pencils them to out, too, referrals. really easily, right? I mean, yeah. man, if I get three referrals, it pays for itself. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. Yeah, we're doing it's exactly what you're doing. Yeah. Completely. So anyways, I want you guys to go back and think of something that you can do to add value and let your clients know that they'll get entered into a lottery or a raffle. Does somebody have a question? Yeah. Can we get a microphone back here? Just had a quick question on what you consider a current client referral. So what you just mentioned about the client referring you after closing. So if somebody closes and a month later they refer you, is that considered a current client referral? No, that's a past client referral. So good question, Oleg. So I want to make sure that I, I clarify. So the end of the year raffle is inclusive of current client referrals and past client referrals. Okay, but we want to let them know that we have an end-of-the-year raffle, so even though your loan's closed, you can keep referring us. Does that clarify, Olin? So current client referral for us is any time we get referred a lead and talk to somebody to the time they fund their loan. That's what I clar- That's what I define as a current client referral. So 30 days post-closing? No. No. The moment they the close moment. their loan for my team, like mm-hmm. it's no longer considered a current client referral. Wow. That's a past client, man. Yeah. They closed the loan. I've just heard a few things, so I'm just clarifying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yes. I have a question around LP2s. I have t uh, my LP2s are licensed, and obviously they're touching clients every Tuesday and have the majority of the contact. Do you have anything around incentivizing LP2s? And if so, how would you divide that line with the current client referrals with the LP1? Obviously, the LP1 is working it up front, and then it comes in at the end. I mean, is there any? What are you guys doing around the LP2s? So, a good question. Um, for LP2s, what I've realized, most LP2s aren't financially incentivized. Like, it doesn't really matter to them, right? Because they're not salespeople, and they don't want to ask for referrals. And so what I also learned is, like, 95% of the current client referrals that we get come from our LP1s. And just so you know, I make every Tuesday update call right now, um, and so I want to contribute at least five current client referrals myself every month. Right. So, uh, but what I've learned is when I'm doing my Tuesday updates, like they've already referred two people by the time I talk to them. So my LP ones are the salespeople. They're sales personality types. They're getting. They're more relational. They're getting most of the referrals. But, the same for us. So if it's an LP two, her incentive is a paid day off if she can get X amount of referrals, or uh, if you know over the course of a quarter, if she gets X amount of referrals, she could take a trip or something like that. So it'd be something more experiential for them. Yes. Yeah. Uh, do you let them listen to you ask for those current client referrals? Yes, I will let them listen to me ask for the current client referrals, but the coolest thing is like we just talk about them in our team meetings and the LP1s like dominate me now. They're really 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 good. And we're going to talk about scripting really quick. Just sorry, uh, I did yeah. add one LP2 to the mix because she's really, you know, she wants, you know, she wants to get more involved, so I did invite her, but for me too it's all everybody in the front end. Cool. Any other questions? Running. I love it. Yes. So how would you add a, a pure LP1 admin who doesn't have as much client contact into the mix um, to get incentivized um, to feel as part of the team? Yeah. So uh, how would I, the question is, how would we get, I, I could barely hear, but I think I heard, uh, how would we get an LP1 admin involved to, you know, to give them some sort of incentive? Yep. So, so basically, um, I've you know I struggle with this, but what we've done is we have like that twenty thousand dollar bonus, right? If if my team hits it, they split it by percentage based on how many they got. So if one got twenty, he gets a bigger piece of the pie than somebody got ten, right? So um, we were given the LP1 admin like five hundred or a thousand bucks if you know, if the whole team got it to support them. But what we do now is we have Thursday call nights, no matter what, every single Thursday starts at 4 p.m., and they have their own incentive. So she might be tasked with getting, like, you know, if we don't have um, uh, an all-about-you form from a, a close client, like, we'll have her call 10 people that we don't have an all-about-you form on, and if she can get, like, seven of them to get that information, like, we'll give her an incentive for each one that she gets. So we get them involved in different ways. Yeah. I can add to that a little bit too. Yeah. So we have a LP1 admin that uh, all she does is do the gifts. She sits at the front desk and she does the, the closing gift. So she calls them about three weeks before closing to find out what the, the best address is. And so we're going to start actually giving her the opportunity to, to, to jump in on that too and ask. I want to clarify one thing as well, and that's huge. But I want to clarify, go back and talk about the LP2 question. What I've realized is like I've probably had three or four LP2s quit over the past eight years because I kept demanding that they get CCRs, right? And what I realized in talking to Josh yesterday and personality profiles, 
right? If they're not sales-oriented and they don't feel comfortable asking you know, out for a referral and we keep shoving them and keep telling them they're not hitting their goals and our expectations, right? I'm setting them, so I'm setting them up for failure, right? And if their adaptive style is 20 points or more away from their natural style, right? Like, and I keep saying, you got to sell, you got to sell, you got to sell. Like, they're for sure going to quit. And that's what's that's happening. That's huge, 20 points? Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. What are some of the things that you do on that Thursday call night? Like, what do, who are you calling? Yeah, so Thursday call night's really quickly on a completely different topic, but um, it depends on where, be- where we're behind on metrics. So it's basically a metric catch-up call night, right? And so uh, LP1s are typically calling um, uh, their TBDs to try to get CCRs. LP2s are calling to get surveys from the month before. LP1 admins might be calling uh, to get all about U-forms that we haven't got. Um, if, you know, rates pop down, then we might have everybody call a couple past clients um, to get some past client referrals. So we call uh, Thursday call nights, you know, metric catch-up night or metric Excel night if we're already there. Yep, and we have incentives and bonuses for that, yep. Brian, on, on your team, is it uh, LP1 is contract, a lead to contract, and then yes. LP2 contract to close? Yes, 100%. Okay. That's right. Jeremy. Um, Julie, awesome idea. I'm yes. going to steal that on involving the admin and doing that with the gifting. That's killer, 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 killer. Um, just for clarification for you too, like how to get LP1 admins involved more. Uh, we just went back and like pulled all of our pre-approvals that are pre-qualifications that didn't buy in the last 24 months. And an admin, anyone can call those people. Yeah. Ooh, so they, they were calling them that. and asking them, are they still shopping? And then ask for the referral. Hey, do you know that's anyone true. else that's, that's interested brilliant. right now? So that's an easy way to get people that don't have client contact into client contact. Did everybody hear that? That's huge. That's how you get your admins involved. I love it. Yeah, so basically what he said is it uh, goes back 24 months, and any clients that hadn't that had been pre-approved but had not gotten into contract yet, he'll let the admins call those people, and then he'll incentivize them if they get back on track. Is that what you said, Jeremy? Um, yeah, yes, that's one part, but the second part is to ask if they know anyone else that's interested right now. So they're asking for a CCR um, from the client who hasn't closed yet. That's what a CCR is, right? right? Absolutely. You guys hear that? Huge. If somebody could write that down to me and text me or email me because I forgot <laughs> my pen, I'm like, ah, oh, I want to write that down. So send that over to me. Um, I'm going to share one more tactic, and then we're going to get into scripting. we got five minutes. A tactic that I got from Jeremy that absolutely worked for me. Um, now, I'm not sure if it technically qualifies as a CCR, but I'm going to count it anyways because my coach said I could. Um, so what he did is he went to each team member, and he had them write down ten names of their favorite people in their lives. And he had them mark whether or not they're a homeowner, so they're a renter or a homeowner. And then he, actually, can we bring the mic back to Jeremy so I get this right? Let's bring it back one more time. But I did this. So what I did, and I'll have Jeremy clarify what he did, but I did what I thought I heard Jeremy say. Um, So every team member had to write down 10 names. And then they had to write whether they're a renter uh, or they're a homeowner. And then... Um, they had to introduce them to have a conversation with that person and introduce them to me to see whether or not they had a mortgage need. So if they're a renter for sure, we wanted to make sure that we got them on the path of home ownership. Okay? So they have to have a conversation with me. Um, if they were a homeowner, we wanted to make sure that, it, you know, see if they had a mortgage need of any kind. Jeremy, do you want to add any color to that? What did you do? 
Um, no, great, great job explaining it. I mean, basically make it easy. Where I was struggling is that we had this contest, and the first two days we got 12, and then it was like one, two, you know, it just that's how it is, right? So, um, yeah, I just made it super simple rather than them overthinking it. Just bring me a list of 10 of your favorite people in your life. That's it. And then they brought them to me. Then I sat down with them and said, okay, do they rent, do they own, or do you not know? And we just went through and filled them out together. And then I created a script for them, email introduction. If they rent, this is what you're going to send them. If they own, this is what you're going to send them. Or if you don't know, this is what you're going to send them. And it was as simple as that. Generated 32 referrals. I won't call them CCR, Scott. Uh, referrals in 24 hours. 32 wow. referrals in wow. 24 hours. I got 17 when I did it, right? That's so. why Rick calls Jeremy the number one salesperson. Right Huge. Absolutely. <laughs> so I want to make sure, to Julie's point earlier, guys, one, just a couple more quick tactics, then we'll get into some scripting. Um, so every single email that goes out uh, until we get everybody's complete All About You form, we'll have an All About You form attached to the email from my team. Okay? And so whether or not they print it out, fill it out, and send it back, it doesn't really matter. Right? It's going out with every single email. Okay, same thing with we need your help form, right? So we need your help form gets attached to every email. What I've learned is high C's will print them out, fill them out, and send them back, okay? What I've learned is that's the way high C's will do it. So anybody that prints it out and puts it on their desk and they fill it out and send it back, I mean, it's just icing on the cake, right? So if they tell us to stop, we'll stop, but not one person has no told us No one's told us, to us yet either. And you told me before, how many did you actually, how many CCOs just from passively attaching that to the email? Yeah, I mean, one month we've gotten like 22 passive CCRs. Crazy. And so another tactic that I learned from uh, Gavin was um, my LP2. This is the only script that I really expect her to use is your loan is approved, fully approved, um, except we're missing one more thing. And we still don't have a couple referrals from you. So if you can give us a couple more referrals or a couple of referrals, we can go ahead and get that loan funded. So uh, it's not exactly <laughs> like that, but we playfully use that. It's but a that's joke. a tactic yeah, making, yep. that I got from Gavin, and my LP2 has gotten a couple CCRs from using that playful script. Uh, and another tactic that we've been using for about a year is we put the We Need Your Help form into the uh, document set. So when an, uh, the escrow officer is sitting signing documents with the client, they literally put the we need your help form uh, in front of the client, and we probably get wow. 10 of those that? returned every month with names on it. Wow. Yeah. What he said is he's taken the, the We Need Your Help form and he's manipulated it. He's added the agent's name on there, right? So if they refer to the agent from that form as well, um, then uh, it counts as a CCR. Is that what you said? Yeah, and it still goes in the drawing, uh, the monthly drawing where they get the reward, okay? So uh, let's get into scripting really quick, mm -hmm. okay? 
Um, all right, guys, so here's kind of the, what I realized like made a difference because I am so consumed, right? We're all so consumed, cell phones, family, medical issues, like financial issues. I mean, whatever it is, Rick up our butt and we're pouting for a couple of days, right? There's just so much consumption in our brains that when somebody asks me if uh, I can help them, I for sure want to help them, but I rarely know like a name, like who do you know that drives a Harley? Like, I probably know 30 people, but I can't think of that person right now. Who do you know that owns a boat? I, I know people that own boats, but I can't think of it right now. So what I realized is I have to help lead them to names that I want to get. And so it's this simple, right? So we just started asking, like, how many homeowners they know, okay? Like, Julie, do me a favor. Like, how many, how many homeowners do you know? Gosh, probably 10. You know, you just know 10 homeowners? I thought you were, like, super popular in your area. Maybe more. Maybe more. Well, what are the first five names that come to mind? Uh, goodness. Uh, Paul, Sarah, Stephanie, John, Mary. Paul, Sarah, Stephanie, John, Mary, right? Well, cool. Did that include any of your neighbors? No, oh, no, that didn't include my neighbors. Do you like no. any of your neighbors? Yeah, I do, actually. There's cool. Ron and Fred. Cool. So Ron and Fred, cool. Did that include any of your family members? No, that didn't include any of my family members. Cool. What about your coworkers? Nope, that didn't include them. Cool, like any of those names, right? So I just helped kind of prompt her and let her know, like, hey, you know more people than that, right? So I'm writing down names of people that she knows that are homeowners, okay? My team is writing down names as they're giving them, right? And then I literally, then we just go into, well, cool, how many renters do you currently know? Not too many, maybe two or three. Huh, what about coworkers? Anybody on your team? Mm, oh, yes, actually there are. Probably another two there. Huh. So she's giving me names, right? So I'm just helping her guide her about people that might be renters or homeowners. I'm writing all these names down. That's huge. Okay. So we typically get about 10 names per client on average. And so if I get 200 leads per month, how many is that? That's how many? Yeah, we're all mortgage people. This is not a good exercise. All right, so <laughs> 2,000 names. So let's just say we cut that in half and I get 1,000 what I consider CCR leads. Not CCRs, but CCR leads a month. Okay? 1,000 names. So my team basically gets those names and then we ask the client if we can send them an email to, to see if they would be so kind and just go talk to those people about whether or not they have a mortgage need or whether or not they want to get on the path to homeownership. Okay, so my team has a bunch of leads from each client to work with them on during the, the time that they are in relationship with during the, during the process. Okay, and so it's easy conversations. Have you had a chance to talk to them? If they didn't have time to talk to them, we ask them if they can email the client a script and the We Need Your Help form. Okay, a simple email script and the We Need Your Help form. Okay, so the reality is, guys, out of a thousand CCR leads, if we do this right, is it logical to think that out of a thousand people that we get names on, that 50 of those might have a mortgage need of some kind right now? Just 50. Just 50. Okay, so that's how we've been getting 50 CCRs every month on average the previous 12 months. We're literally just working on some basic names that people already know, like, and trust. We nudge them a little bit to remind them of other people that they might not, they might know, but they weren't currently thinking about, right? So if it's Julie and she's in the mortgage profession, she has a bunch of young people working for her, they're probably renting, okay? If she's super successful and she owns a house, she probably has a bunch of friends, family members, et cetera, that currently own as well, 
This is huge. I mean, you guys listening to this, this is like mind-blowing. Like, it's going to take you to the next level. I mean, for our team, it's very simple. We're just basically saying, you know, we want to work with people like you, and can you refer us? And, you know, just very simple. But that is the next phase for us, for sure. Yep. So, wow. Now, so our team is no longer allowed to ask, like, who do you know or do you know anyone? Okay? We just completely cut that out of uh, the scripting. Who do you know or do you know anyone doesn't really help because if you ask me that question, I know people, I just can't think of them right now. It was just like, I don't know, it was too vague of a question. So I help lead them to names and then we work on those names together with the client. It's that simple. So, Julie, would you like to add anything else before we end this class? I love coming to this because no matter how many units we all close, we always feel like this, this big. So thank you for actually letting me teach this with you because I've learned so much. And this is, I know for sure, going to take our team to the next level. And it's just going to, it's really a decision. So you're deciding. So if you're not getting CCRs, it's your decision. I always tell anybody I coach or my team, if something goes wrong, it's your fault. So there you go. You guys, round of applause for Julie. We got one more. Do we have time for one more question? Survey. Survey. Oh, survey. 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 Yes. Brian, how are you weaving in or planting the monthly and annual drawing? How are we weaving it? So the LP1s talk about it. Good question. LP1s talk about it. Uh, and one of the initial expectations. Okay. And then I have a video that goes out to every client once they get pre-approved that talks about the, the drawings monthly and annually. So it's a trigger video in Jungo that automatically goes out. Yeah, Oleg. Hey guys, Oleg here real quick. So one thing that I noticed with my team when it comes to CCRs is that um, when, you, when they have to do a script that says, you know, give me a name or what are the next three people they're gonna buy and it's like, like a 24 hour fitness script, right? I noticed that's when they don't wanna do it. So what we did is we kinda have a little soft approach where after the Tuesday update, they just pretty much ask a question like, hey, Julie, are we doing a good job taking care of you so far? And you're like, yeah, yeah, everything's great. Any more questions? No. Well, hey, look, if we're doing a good job taking care of you, all we could ask of you, and only if we earned it and we deserve it, is take care of us by giving us a referral. We don't do any advertising. We, just like you were referred to us, um, we would be honored if you referred somebody over to us. Just, just keep that I'm in mind. Add that. That's yeah. beautiful. And, and I noticed that that just helps them because then they don't feel like salesy and it's a super easy script and then the client is a little bit guilt tripped because they're like, if they are doing a good job and only if they earned it, right. then, you know, so I noticed that works very well with uh, LP2s that don't want to do sales. An I honor love that. Script. Thank you. I like it. I love that. And thanks all to right. Jeremy to, for sharing also and Gavin. Yes. Round of applause Spot. for Jeremy Forcier because huge inspiration. All right, guys. Well, listen, we thank you so much. So, guys, do us a favor. If you got three tactics that you think will get you one more CCR per month, please give us a five, okay? Five, please. please. give us a five. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks again for coming. Appreciate thank it. You. You've been listening to the CORE's Sales Training Bootcamp. For registration information about our two-day business building summits, call 1-800-660-6670 or find us on the web at www.thecoretraining.com.